Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club Season 10. Oh my god, it's ridiculous how long this thing's been going. I'm your pal Sloby. With me, of course, my good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good friend Turbo C. Lippity claw. My good friend, so don't get ahead of ourselves. My good friend uh, Polahoko. And once again, hey yeah. My good friend Aaron Ronan. This is exciting. My good friend Rosella 500. Hello. What the? What? We got a new person here. Oh my god. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, Dvac took the season off. Uh, Ravel and I have been playing Kingdom Hearts. She's like, I, I'm about to play Great Ace Attorney. I'm like, hey, guess who else is, <laughs> you know? So, chocolate me peanut butter. How, how are you doing? Welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. I have a lot of opinions. Well, me too. Well, uh, that's what we're all here for. So, before we get into the, the season proper, which with the game we chose, like I just said, was the Great Ace Attorney, I'm just going to ask very quick round table. As everybody, everybody's played Phoenix, right? Do we, is there any like experiences we want to talk about? Anything like that? Yeah, what, what is everyone's history with this series? How many of the games have you played? Um, I have only played the first one. Mm, I want to say I played the first and the second one. I kind of stopped after um, Phoenix Wright stopped being the main character. So the fourth one, Apollo Justice, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I played the. F- I didn't play them till late. I played them when they came to iOS, and I played the first three. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah, that, that was my history with it. I have played every uh, every Ace Attorney game that has been released in English, uh, including the Professor Layton crossover, which I think is very relevant to this game. Mm. Oddly enough, yeah, I-, I have played every Ace Attorney game, including those that haven't been released in English. <laughs> Uh, even though the, the, the only one that hasn't been at this point has a fun translation, so you can play it in English if you want to. Yeah, I do actually have kind of an anecdote for that. Like, when I was stationed in Japan, I actually bought uh, Phoenix Wright uh, on the DS. And I thought, you know, I just have it, like a collector's item kind of thing. But it turns out there's actually an English translation right there you can pick on the Japanese options. So. Yeah, they're very good about it in the Japanese releases. They always uh, include the English version and they advertise it uh, as like an English le- learning tool. Yeah, that surprised me. I have also seen a stage play based on Phoenix Wright Ooh. in real life. Mm-hmm. That is required uh, watching. Yeah, I- I'm actually interested about that. That's amazing. There are like there are like four stage plays and then there are like three. Uh, do you know what uh, Takarazuka is? No. 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 It's, it's a go read it up. It's like a very old, from the beginning of the century, a female theater group who does musicals usually, um, Western ones and Japanese ones. And yeah, and they, they did like three um, Phoenix Wright, Yakten uh, Saiban musicals. Uh, and everyone is, uh, all, all the actors are, are women, so all the roles are played by women. Um, mm. Most of these are actually on YouTube. Some with English uh, subtitles, so you should go look it up. That sounds amazing. Absolutely. Have anyone seen the movie, the live-action movie? No. I did. I love that. I've seen scenes of it, but not the whole thing. Well, there's a lot of um, Phoenix Wright or Ace Attorney material out there for you to yeah. watch. I've seen the outtakes from the anime. There's outtakes? They're surprisingly vulgar. I say. <laughs> yeah, voice actors will do get a little bit like that sometimes. <laughs> I thought you meant like somehow, like they made like a joke blooper reel, like in the anime or something. They you did. know, like not. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, nice. Cool. My favorite part of the movie. I didn't watch the whole thing, but from what I've seen in the movie is, is how they pulled the haircut off. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Sticks straight back up on the sides. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the stage plays also have like you should watch it just to see how they do the characters. Nice. <laughs> I think I will. I think I will too. I I have a controversial Phoenix Wright opinion. I played I played them through Apollo Justice on the DS um, and Ghost Trick, which is amazing. By uh, the way. Oh yeah, that one such a good game. Yeah, that's uh, Shumikami. I think is the guy who wrote all this. Takumi. But, um, Takumi. So he wrote this one, the one that we're playing now too. Gotcha. Shutakumi did the first the first four games. And then he left, so games five and six aren't him. And also the mm-hmm. um, uh, Edgeworth games aren't him. And then he did the Layton crossover. Um, mm-hmm. and, he do- and he did these, these games, these new games. Gotcha. Yeah, so this, this was the game that he made immediately after making, like coming back from Professor Layton and then went to the Grace Attorney. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Also, there's a good recent interview with him um, on Vice. It was just on like when this game came out. Oh, cool. Um, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what do you call it? So uh, with that, I mean, I knew there was a trans translation for Great Ace Attorney, but like I was, I was definitely happy to play it and stuff. And um, it's you, you end up learning a little bit about the Japanese version of uh, Phoenix, right? Which I, what is it? Uh, God damn it. I always get this wrong. Gakuten Saiban. Yeah, Gakuten, Gakuten Saiban. Saiban. Yes. Yeah, what is that? It's like I forget what it is. It's like something trial. Usually translated to turnabout court in English. Okay, gotcha. That's why all the case names in the first trilogy are turnabout something. Gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. Um, cool, because like Phoenix's real name is uh, what is it? Uh, Ryu, 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 no, Ryusuke Naruhodo. Is that it? In Phoenix, right? It's Ryuichi Naruhodo. Ryuichi. Yeah. Yes, I have Naruhodo. I closer to this guy's name right so one of the funny things to like lead into ace attorney too is like the if the gaikatan saibon games take place uh, like in japan like indisputably in japan but the phoenix right games are kind of in america or like the joke is japan they fell into a trap i think because the first game you you can easily like localize it to america and then the Rather, they went into the series. There are so much more stuff in them that, like, obviously takes place in Japan and not anywhere else. But yeah. they also mm-hmm. established that it takes place in California, so they had to come up with creative solutions. I think that it it makes it like such a more interesting. Like, they're two separate games almost in terms of story. Now, yeah, that's that's my. I, I don't think you really get the same. So think about it. Is our characters who are Japanese? Uh, and characters who aren't the same characters with all the baggage that comes with it I mean the different different cultures Phoenix Wright has like a multicultural mm-hmm. cast and Yakuten Saiban has an all Japanese cast um, I mean Maya loves burgers as opposed to <laughs> yeah. sushi or whatever maybe it was an alternate universe I like it well I think that's what the translation the translation team said that they were just you know because it was the first game was they didn't have to pin it down it was just Japanifornia it had to be like this alternate universe place and then it you know they got stuck there yeah well they just said it it was always just Los Angeles in in English Uh, Japanifornia is a term that the the fandom created it just became so much more ridiculous as the series went on because suddenly we, we had Japanese villages around and they still said it takes place in California yeah, I think they they talked about how like it's it's an alternate history where uh, uh you know like World War II went differently and 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 uh like the United States and Japan had more had better relations. So mm-hmm. 
there are a lot more like a lot more immigration into California, and so it became a, a much more blended uh, melting pot of a society. I think was the like official story. But at least, like, at least that's one of the localizers' head cannon or something. Wow, I'm learning a lot tonight. I want to know how that World War went. <laughs> yeah, well, it's 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 also a universe where the American court system is looks very much like the Japanese one, <laughs> right. and they really yeah. don't in real life. <laughs> they they brought a lot of culture over. What can you say? <laughs> yeah, like they, they're doing this a lot faster than we are. Screw that, you know. But um, um, yeah. So uh. So, Great Ace Attorney, as you may, as folks at home may have heard, is un- indisputably in Japan. I think specifically t- turn of the 12th century. Mm-hmm. It had just opened its borders. It's the turn of the 20th century. It's 100 years yeah. ago. 110 years ago. 20. 120 years ago. Well, I'm still, I'm still in 2000. I thought it was the, the end of, like, it was like the, I thought that was at like the eight, the end of the 1800s, like almost 1900. Yes. Yeah, you got to be right. That doesn't even make sense. So they, they don't pin, pin down a year, and um, there are some um, references to real-life events, and they're not consistent in the game, so you can't really pin it down. Wait, I think this is a mistake the game made, because I remember this specifically being like, that's way too far back, but... Okay, well, we'll, go, we'll get there when we get there, but I got to load up the text now. No, but it, it's about 1900. I think they, mm-hmm. the game states it's actually after 1900 because they said that the century just changed at some point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, f- photographs have to be invented. That's true, yeah. And that was the late 1800s, which is wildly early to my mind, but I had to look this up because of Dracula, so. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you know about this period of Japanese history, if anything? Because the game is very much about debt. Well, I wasn't there, so... Yeah. Oh, so, um, we signed a treaty with Japan... Wait, we... we um, the British signed a treaty with Japan. They just signed it. And people want things to go really well. That's what I learned. Let me give you a quick, a very quick history tour. So, Japan was closed for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. it's the Edo period. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they had to open up because um, the American black ships came, came over. Uh, do, does anyone know the name of the commander? That's Commodore Perry. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Yeah, he wouldn't leave him alone. I knew that part. Centuries I'm tr- I have trouble with, but yeah, I know Perry for sure. Matthew Perry from France yeah, is the yeah. person who <laughs> yes. opened Japan. Um, <laughs> Could I invade Japan anymore? <laughs> <laughs> And, and then this is about like 30 or 40 years later. In the end, Japan basically, um, when they uh, were, were forced to open themselves up, uh, they really went into it and they decided they, would, they need to learn everything from the West. So that's a real thing. They sent like um, people over to the West basically to learn stuff and, and bring, bring knowledge over. Um, and that's the background that this game takes place in. Good idea. Multiculturalism. I like it. Mm -hmm. But also, before we get too far into the plot, I do want to point out that I spent a little time in the options menu just to get, you know, all my settings right. And I did appreciate that this game has a what they call a reader mode, I think, where the game will pretty much turn itself into a book for you and it will be on autoplay and it will even go through all the trials for you. So if you really just are in it purely for the story and you're maybe not good at the trials you can just have it pass through for you. Nice. Then you'll miss all the funny failure dialogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it also does say, okay. well, there's some Chivos that you won't get if you do this, but 
Wow. I got two so far. I think there's 30 trophies on the PlayStation version, which um, I foolishly got because then that interrupts Monster Hunter, but whatever. Oh, God, you're going to platinum it now, aren't you? This is a trend with story-based games that I've kind of noticed. Like, Psychonauts 2 is coming out soon, and they said that that has, like, an invincibility toggle if you just really want the story. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think it makes it definitely makes sense here. I, I We can get to the puzzles in a bit because they were there's some interesting ones in this one. But um, that having been said, um, should we get into it? Is there anything else we want to go over before? Uh, yeah, we can uh, start off. So I can give us the introduction before we uh, get into the actual court scene. So uh, we're greeted with a nice little uh, animated segment where mm-hmm. uh, it talks about Japan opening up its borders. And uh, we see a kind of reformation, lots of uh, Western architecture and Western people coming into the city. And then uh, suddenly we see, we hear a gunshot and we see someone who looks shockingly like uh, Ryuichi Naruto uh, holding a gun. If if Felix right without the spiky hair. Yeah, without the spiky hair. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are... Uh, outside a courtroom and a bailiff assaults us, says we're a criminal. We're playing, uh, uh, was it Ryanosuke? Was it? Ryanosuke, yeah. Yeah, yeah Ryanosuke Naruto. Um, and we're eventually, uh, the bailiff is shooed away by our friend. I'm gonna probably butcher this in some way. Uh, Kazuma Asogi? Yeah, you got it. Perfectly yeah. right. Okay. And, uh, he is going to be acting as our, our, our uh, attorney during this uh, murder trial. And we uh, learn a little bit about them. They're both uh, studying at this um, university. Uh, Yume Academy, I think. Yume. Yeah, the Imperial Yume University. <laughs> if I may. And um, uh, Kazuma is uh, really like the star student everyone loves and wants to be. And Ryanosuke's not. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we're interrupted uh, by a professor and I think his daughter? Not sure it's, of the relationship. Uh, I, Professor Yujin Mikoto- Mikotoba. Mikotoba, yeah. And I have in parentheses, I say he's the bad guy, which <laughs> is what I wrote in the notes. Yeah, I think that was a lot of the vibes a lot of us got. Yeah. Um, I, I should... Maybe maybe I should say that I I did play this game to completion before. Uh, I will try my best not to spoil anything. Um, sure. If you if you have like um, yeah predictions and stuff, I, I will not say anything about any of your predictions, and I, I will not pr- participate in prediction making. Gotcha. Well, I yeah. I mean, um, one thing I should I guess is worth mentioning too. We don't know who the young lady with Professor Mik- Mikatoba is yet. Yeah, they uh, they shoo off Cosmo with her pretty quickly so that he can mm-hmm. talk to us directly. So I forgot to mention Cosmo is uh, going to be going to uh, England to study, like uh, Aaron sort of mentioned before. But uh, the professor mentions that uh, if he fails to defend us in this trial uh, properly, then that will get revoked. So... He basically says to us he cannot be our attorney into this because even though he's innocent and that's probably true there are certain uh, peculiarities about this trial and we'll see that word come up a lot during the course of this trial 
<laughs> mm-hmm. We did learn. Uh, did we learn where the murder took place? Roughly, uh, the carnival. Did we learn at that point, or well, we'll learn eventually. Well, that- in the chapter opening in French, it says "Welcome to La Carnival." La Carnival, so- yeah. It it actually says "Welcome to the the Carnival." Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be fair, but, here's our ATM you know. machine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Actually, yes. I it's. I think we like learned it was a yeah. It's like a Western restaurant, you know, because like. I think one of the things that's happening during this, too, is that, like, a lot of the British stuff is in vogue in Japan, more or less, you know? And, like, I guess we'll learn that a little more, but... um, Yeah, there seems to be kind of a sense of wanting to be fashionable and wanting to just integrate. Yeah, like, this is really cool and, you know, different and new, you know? Uh, This isn't a British restaurant, though. It's a French restaurant. No. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. Uh, Let's see here. And, um, okay, so basically we learn that... um, Asogi is uh, is gonna is is doing so well at university as a as a like sort of wannabe a law student really um, that he's gonna get a trip to uh, study abroad in Great Britain, but um, before that he's decided of course to like you know help his friend through this whole like you know the whole trial thing, the whole being pegged for a crime he didn't commit. Do you have thing. a friend that's so like that you're so close with you would do that do this for them? Yeah, I call him Edgeworth. <laughs> um, one thing uh, I did also forget to mention uh, is uh, that uh, the concept of lawyer they mentioned is fairly new in Japan, only a couple of years old. Yeah, and even though uh, Kazuma is a second year student, he is already a qualified lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Just he's that good. At least as qualified as anyone else is. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the thing is, like, two years old or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's gonna be a pretty low bar. Is low, is low bar a pun? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean it to be, but now, now that you say it, yes. Um, I should also mention, then, Professor Mikotoba, who, like, kind of wants to talk to us privately, at uh, us, uh, talk to Ryunos, Narahoto, privately, you know, um, before anything. Rem- I have in my notes, too, he reminds me of Japanese Omni-Man, which annoys the crap out of me but if anybody's watched invincible you'll know i'm right and if you haven't just trust me he does uh i haven't watched it but i know the character and yeah he does kind of look like that actually i haven't watched it either i've just seen clips in a couple of episodes but i know what happens whatever anyway yes he does look like that um the basically he's like um listen do me a favor you know this is a really important trial for a he's our star student and stuff like that when you get in there, the judge is going to ask you a question. Whatever you do, just say, I do, okay? As quick as you can. Don't think about it. And I, I remember being like, that's going to bite us in the ass. And then a second later, no, 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 no. It's going to be a good thing to get us on his side so we don't realize he's the bad guy or whatever. But it's not really any of those things. Um, so, you know, we go in. Trial is beginning. Um, it's November 2nd, 22nd, 9 a.m., at first, I thought they were on the wrong court side, but we're seeing the camera from the other way. Um, yep. And who, what do you call it? Um, let's see here. So basically, a Sogi I have here says, yeah, because Kazuma says, like, basically, this is going to be a secret trial. So only military and gover- government officials can attend it. And then, holy shit, it's pain. The, the kind of tutorial prosecutor from the Phoenix Wright games. But except it's not pain. It's ouchie. 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 It has always been ouchie in Japanese, of course. Um, yeah. It's supposed <laughs> to be the same family. 
Pain is one of my favorite like translations of a Japanese name. But Aochi to Pain is really good. I just got that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was super worried. It's like, oh man, like we're gonna keep these Japanese names and that's and that's fine. Um but I was really worried. It's like, man, I'm I'm not gonna get any of the puns. This is gonna be terrible. And then prosecutor Ouchi comes comes to the stand and I'm like, you know what, maybe this is gonna be okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so Aochi, Aochi was, is the same in Japanese. They did make up, like, fake Japanese names that have English puns in them later. But they're not the same as the Japanese yeah. names of the characters. I was going pun crazy then, and I'm... Because his, his full name is Takatsuchi Aochi, and I was, like, trying to be, like, take two... To, but I think that's just a, a name. So, um... Anyway. The judge, then, or Your Excellency, I guess, you know... Who looks kind of like the judge, I guess, but he's got like, it's almost like armor in a way. He looks younger, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's different from like the other judges in the other games, because like in the first games, it's always like this kind of doddering old man that is just kind of dumb. But this guy seems to at least have, he's more competent. Yeah, he's he's sharp as hell. Like he absolutely... Mm-hmm. Uh, Whereas, like, the, the, the normal judge kind of will just agree with whoever said something last. Like, he's like, no, this like this is my court, okay? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I love him. Ouchie, Ouchie, I think, too, has, like, more of a personality than Payne did, you know? Like, he's still, like, sort of that foil tutorial prosecutor who gets stuff wrong and et cetera, et cetera. But, like, he has a lot of really neat, funny stuff later that I liked a lot. Yeah. That we can get into, obviously, but... He's set up, like, like, um... um a samurai bureaucrat from the before the Japan opened. So, when Japan was closed, um, samurai basically became bureaucrats because there was no it was peace, peaceful times, um, mm-hmm. and that's very much a parody of that. I really like how the the setting of this sets up that it's very politically charged. This trial, it's you know the treaty is fresh on the paper. And this trial has come out where the victim is an Englishman and they're wanting to keep the relations going. So they just want this trial to be over with. Just choose somebody. It doesn't really matter. Just get a conviction so they can report. That, that's mm-hmm. actually one of my favorite things about it, because this is, I think, the first time in an Ace Attorney game where it actually makes sense that we need to figure out who did the murder or otherwise will be found guilty. Because right. in some other games, like you can very conclusively prove your client didn't do it, but if you can't catch the person who did, you'll you'll still get yeah. guilty because you lose the trial. Yeah, I mean it couldn't be you, but you're here, and we can't find who did it. So yeah, it's like look, gotta arrest someone. Yeah, it's frustrating, like toward the end, especially when yeah, when you like kind of shown, you know, like hey, wait a sec. So yeah, total agreement there. That also kind of informs how pain is in this. Like he's still kind of like an asshole, and in the previous games he was kind of an asshole for no reason but here it's like he's acting because he knows that this trial needs to just go smoothly for like the good of the country he's he's kind of an asshole for different reasons though like but in a different way than usual like you know he still does the like oh this young stupid attorney blah 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 kind of stuff (laughs) things are changing so much yeah but um no so uh i'm trying to see here so Basically, the judge, or your, I guess, the, I guess I'll call him the judge for the remainder of this, but um, asks, you know, who's going to be representing the defendant? And this, of course, is, um, you know, where you can say I will or I do, you know, meaning that I'll defend myself in court. And uh, 
I, I I'll admit I didn't. I wish I had tried the other option where you can just wait, you know, but yeah. Yeah, but I didn't because I'm very boring. I'm I'm pretty sure I did and it it's not uh it's not very notable. It's just like yeah. oh wait, no, this is my chance. I I should do the thing. I see. Yeah, there's like a lot of butt down must kind of stuff in like the Ace Attorney games, but like usually they have like some kind of funny thing or whatever. But at any rate, the wrong choices are pretty funny. Basically, w- whenever you're not shown like the um, the flashing star that says that you will be penalized if you get it wrong, then it won't mm-hmm. matter what you choose. And usually the wrong answer will give some funny dialogue. So you should try it. Right. So, um, you know, obviously Kazuma, Kazuma, who I should mention, he's wearing like the same court of like that how do you describe it that student outfit like that you know what i mean like that black like kind the of, schoolboy outfit like yeah like the black slacks and shirt with like the those buttons you know it's one of those like once you see it you're like oh yeah that you know what i mean kind of but um but he's got a headband and a sword and his headband is always like flowing in the wind even though you're in a courtroom indoors and there should be no wind it's very it's very nice it's messing me up because i have to like make new ways for me to remember these names because I'm never going to f- remember them otherwise. And mm-hmm. I know that Kazuma is really cool and he's got a red headband, but that just makes me think of Ryu from Street Fighter. But I'm, I'm calling Ryunosuke Ryu, so I can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, if we are like making predictions this early on, I think there's going to be a case where he has to take off that headband and reveal like some deep-seated scar underneath it. Hmm. An exactly horizontal scar. It's yes, a pretty exactly. thin head. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay, so I know, like, people kind of, like, ship Phoenix and Edgeworth and stuff, and, like, I kind streamed of? the first part of it, and people, like, kind of uh, made jokes about, like, Kazuma and um, Naruhodo, you know? Because it's, like, his best friend in school is, like, really popular, and Naruhodo's nerdy, and blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. Sometimes Kazuma will, like, take his sword, like, you know, with his sheath, but, like, kind of put it in front of him, and with the camera angle, it looks really fucking phallic. Yeah. And he'll, like, be talking to Naruhodo the whole time, you know? And it's just, like, I feel like you did something here, artists, you know? But that's just me. Yeah, he's fondling his sword. I didn't I didn't even think of it as phallic, I, you know, because he puts his hands out. And he, he sort of looks like almost like a little, like a schoolgirl holding his hands together. I thought mm-hmm. it was a cute little pose. I, I also think the gay, the gay undertones are very much deliberate here. In the dialogue, too, oh, yeah. not just in the art. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have a note here that just says Kazuma's smoldering eyes. Uh, <laughs> but also the quote, uh, y- you think I won't be able to get yes, you off. I laugh. Yes, I like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is what he says when you when like you you say like yes, I'll I'll represent myself. I will have to pay more attention next time because that completely went over my head. <laughs> can I can I throw in kind of a non sequitur? Is there's an, a commercial for Matlock Matlock I saw when I was younger, which just kind of like smash cuts toward the end to Andy Griffith going, "I can't get you off," and it's really funny. But anyway, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so uh, what do you call it? I, I should mention the animation in this is like top notch. It's very um, cool. Ouchie Ouchie has like a uh, a fan with him that he does like a lot of things where he'll like kind of like hold it vertically and tap or he'll like unfold it and wave and it has guilt written in kanji i wondered what that kanji was i think it's guilt yeah actually i have a question for Oren on this one so yep. i know that i wouldn't be able to detect this but like when he unfolds his fan and there's kanji on it is there sometimes different kanji no it's always the same one uh, and, and yeah it's guilt so 
but I think the star of it is Naruhodo himself is like obviously really nervous with all this. He's standing straight at attention and his eyes are just like kind of darting back and forth. And like you can tell during the entire beginning of this, he's really nervous. But they like, and even though it's in the dialogue too, it's just conveyed extremely well. Yes. You know? Yeah. My favorite of his animations is when he basically does the objection and slams his hands on the table. He does a quick look to his right to double check his papers before he says, oh, uh, yeah, that that thing. Oh, so the way I read that is when he does it, instead of hearing the like, you know, you hear kind of this little like <laughs> little plap sound. <laughs> yeah, this little slap. And he kind of looks over like, what? You know, like, why couldn't I, you <laughs> like, know, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, is... he has like two hand slamming animations. One that like makes no sound and then he's like nervous looking what's happening. And when he's really like sure of himself, it has like the big like. Yeah, this is a series that's kind of known for very kind of interesting character designs, very memorable character designs, and these kind of funny movements. And so far, I'm loving both of those. It feels like it top-notch. Yeah, they also introduce it well. Like, it starts off kind of, you know, they build character through these motions. Yeah. It's almost like the inverse of a breakdown. Like, throughout the entire thing, he gets more and more confident. And so it's... It, it's it's the opposite of watching a witness get more and more nervous. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, and Turbo, uh, I agree with you, by the way, from the Discord chat, which is like, you, we, we should we should get a move on oh, story-wise. Yeah, call, call me out on that. Blame me. Oh, no, I was about to say it. I just wanted to know that I, I completely agreed with yeah, you. Yeah, but Turbo's you know? the asshole now for saying it. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, <laughs> look, we're in the Supreme Court of Judicature of Japan, okay? And we get the extreme, like, tutorial beginning of where the judge is going to assess our competence. So first we have to state the name of the victim, who is, we can check in the court record as usual. And I'll, I'm going to assume some familiarity with Phoenix Wright of the audience. We don't have to go through all the game mechanics per se. But um, the victim is John H. Wilson, a visiting professor. Um, and worth noting, when you present things or object, he said, Naruhodo says, yes, in English, instead of like any of the normal ones. Yeah, that's, I didn't like that. Um, mm, so yeah. we'll get to that in, in, a, in so in, in Japanese, the victim's name is uh, John H. Watson, just, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and right. we can discuss what that's all about um, later, not in this episode. I know one spoiler about this game, and I think. I know what you're hinting at. Um, but yeah, yeah, but just so you know, well, there are Sherlock Holmes characters in this game, and in Japanese they're just called what their actual names are. In this game, mm-hmm. they are not. Uh, so in Japanese, right. it was very clear from the very beginning that we're dealing with like Sherlock Holmes stuff. I think it's also worth mentioning, too, that Dr. House, the TV show, uh, had the Watson character also named Wilson because they changed everything because it's not Sherlock Holmes and it's Dr. House and, you know... So, I don't know. Just want to mention that. One and a half more years. Sherlock Holmes is public domain. Yeah. The, the, the Wilson name is actually from um, the guy who wrote the Lupin the Third stories. That w- we'll get into that later. Gotcha. Once, once we get more into the Sherlock Holmes stuff in this game. Sure. The, um... The court record says it's a single bullet, close range, no exit wound. Uh, Naruhodo has trouble reading the word hemorrhage, and Ochi says learn to read you, imbecile, which I really like. Um, imbecile is, is a pretty underused insult, whatever. Uh, so anyway, we have a photographic print. It's the first time Naruhodo has ever seen one, you know, that shows, I think it shows like the actual like, gunshot wound on, on uh, Wilson. Um, yeah, they, they slipped up with that sometimes, so they 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 
call it a photographic print every time, but then later in the case, they start using the word photograph, which I think they shouldn't mm. have. In Japanese, it's, um, it's funnier, I think. It's, um, they use the kanji for uh, the modern word for photograph in Japanese, which is shushin. Uh, and then mm-hmm. they said that you should read it as hotogorahi, which is like a very ancient sounding like translation of the English word photography. Oh, photography, yeah. Yeah, and, and they keep that up every time. Um, and I, uh, when we were discussing the case, I learned four new words during uh, this video game, which is interesting. This one I think I'd heard before, but I wrote it down, which is that basically, um, as we call our first witness, the awesome waiter I wrote down, Satoru Hosonaga, who cool. works at La Carnival. Uh, he works at an Occidental restaurant. Yeah, what is which, that? Um, that is Western. Oh. It is the opposite of Oriental. Exactly. Oh. Huh. Actually, I'm saying exactly, but I hadn't realized that part. Um, no, yeah, you're right. Yep. There are some mountain ranges, I think, where like there's an Occidental and an Oriental range. Ah, interesting. So, um... The waiter, who is like dressed like a waiter with a hand towel, is also occasionally coughing blood, you know? <laughs> but he does it um, in a cool way. Yeah. A genteel sort of thing. Well, sometimes he has like the little drip of blood, but I think that's later coming off his shit. But uh, he has like a little hand towel he uses, um, whatever you call that thing that's draped over. Anyway, that's uh, Satoru Hosanaga. Uh, he says he heard the gunshot, he saw us holding the gun. And then we interrupt and say, we picked it up. We picked up a gun. We didn't shoot it. And Auchi objects to the interruption. And the judge warns us about penalties, of which this time, by the way, I should say it does go back to the Phoenix Wright style of you get five chances as opposed to the bar from later games. So the waiter says there's no one else around the table, but not, there was no one else around uh, Watson. But we remembered a woman sitting across and you can choose to interject or not. You do. And then Auchi yells at him again. And Kazuma, uh, Kazuma asks Hosanaga if he can be mistaken. And Hosanaga says no. And the waiter has a restaurant table sketch on the back of his business card to show where everything was sitting. And um, basically, the they want to enter it in evidence. But Hosanaga seems like kind of put off by having to hand over the business card for some reason. He starts coughing worse. Yeah. And... Yep, and then Auchi says this is basically the precy um, of of the prosecution's case, which was word number two, which is basically an abstract or a summary. Um, but yeah, so so basically at this point, and this is where like Phoenix Wright stuff like gets to be about. Like, I know this is like you know they marry Western courtroom drama with like Eastern animation tropes and things like that. But at this point, he Naruto starts getting really nervous and just considering pleading guilty. <laughs> Uh, but like uh, and now she says he'll be merciful because the pu- pu- peculiarities around the case and one thing I should have mentioned too he's also nervous because basically if they lose this case uh, Mikitoba is like hey we can't let him go to, to England you know and he knows he really wants to go so um, we can't let uh, Kazuma go to England anyway well that's that's avoided by Kazuma not being the actual defense attorney he's just assisting Right. Yeah. Ryusuke, but 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 also later on, Kazuma says, "I'm not going to go if if I lose this." So it, yeah, it, it exactly. doesn't make a difference anyway. Right, right, right. Um. So yeah, let's see here. You know, Kazuma says, "Fuck that." He pleads not guilty for Naruhodo, basically, and invites the prosecution to bring in the swoop. Ouchie's like, you know, this guy's an unsworn witness. Imagine we bring in the sworn one. He's like, "Nah, screw that. Bring all your sworn witnesses in." So Ouchie says, "Quote." 
You know, many call me a saint, but I can be a devil when I want to be, which is <laughs> all right. I'm down with that quote. Um, so they call their next witnesses. Um, and I would have thought we would have cross-examined Hosonaga at this point, but instead, which I hadn't realized they do in other games in the series, but um, we actually are cross-examining two people at once. Anybody want to introduce them? Yeah, we've got... Uh, oh, my, my mess is up. I, I have Yeah. Which is... Who's, yeah, Yasunosa is an army sergeant um, for Japan. And then he was sitting in the restaurant with uh, an older guy who's a curio... Uh, I assume Curio is a he's an antiques dealer, so it's a pun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kurokuda. Um, yeah, it's co- collector, Curio collector. Oh, there you go, Kurokuda. So, yep, he's an oh. he's an antiques dealer um, who apparently frequents this restaurant, uh, uh, allegedly to to find uh, customers there. Yeah, and these these are um, new names for these characters. They are not called that in Japanese. Neither of them. Are they puns at all in Japanese, or are they just yes, like names? Yes, completely different puns. I won't even try to explain. That. I imagine it's something that can't really translate. I bet. I bet it translates perfectly. Go right at. Yeah, no, you I'm just joking. put it in um, Google but, Translate. It's easy. Yeah. So it's yes sir, no sir, and curio collector. So it's it's pretty obvious play. <laughs> right. And uh, the the two of them both witnessed the uh, the incident. They both claim the sergeant particularly claims that he uh, witnessed. Um, uh, Ryosuke actually shoot. He saw the, he saw him shoot um, John H. Wilson, the professor. Um, and Curio has a different uh, actual story. He says he, that he was uh, searching for his, um, uh, his ha- lost treasure era gold coin, his treasure that was on the floor. He was not watching actual, but he looked up. Shortly thereafter, he he was more Robot. concerned with with uh, looking for his coin that that was apparently his something he brings with him all the time that he has in his pocket, and then he suddenly couldn't find during his meal with the sergeant. So um, both witnesses also claim that they did not see a woman there having dinner. That that the professor was alone. The only other person in there um, was Ryosuke. Um, what do you call it? Nosa is great. He describes everything in military terms, and just very occasionally, there's this odd sound effect that, like, you know, you're kind of like, I, I, if I don't know about anyone else, and, and it's just like, it was this like odd sort of like, it's a baby sound basically, but it's like one of those like ones that you're kind of like, is that the game or something around me? <laughs> yeah, it's like the first time I heard it, it almost passed over. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wham. It's like wham. Naruhato yeah. like almost immediately yeah. comments about it. So. Right, I wasn't sure if it was in the game until then. Yeah, I mean, it it, t- it took the game doing that to make it real to make me realize, oh, that's not just me; it's the game. Yeah, yeah. So let me do a little like localization commentary here, please. So uh, yes, and also is the, the one character in this that um, the localization just does difference in the Japanese. Uh, so in Japanese, he uses some military like jargon, but not a lot. And in English, they mm. just like pumped it up, and like everything he said is all military, American military jargon. Also, I don't think they really speak mm. like that in Japanese military. <laughs> so yeah, so he's a much more subtle sub- 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 character in Japanese. But I think they did a good job. I mean, it's, uh, his, his dialogue is funny in English. Yeah. Yeah. So again, this is the beginning, and things are very easy. So Nosa says like he saw. He, he was like, he saw, you know, Narahodo shoot Wilson in the back, which immediately we know is wrong. So we can't, um, we, we do the cross examining thing. 
and then you can present the photo of um again shot in the back and Naruhodo does his awesome like really nervous hand raise like uh you know. <laughs> I'd like to say something <laughs> yeah I again I love all of it so um I love all the animation in this but anyway so uh, cute there's a baby then that climbs on Nose's back once he's gone through, like climbs up from behind him and he kind of like pushes it down behind him again and then explains that that's his son that he has to take care of Ida as in Ida Nosa get it and uh, let's see here he's the infantry I should also mention this earns you the PlayStation trophy <clears throat> inconsistency seer fuck off um, so uh and the baby's got a pinwheel, which is very cute. So anyway, they're like, okay, okay, okay. You know, as they do in Phoenix, right? I'll amend my testimony. We saw you. We did see you pointing the gun, and we swear that the Englishman's alone. And Naruhodo's like, no, 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 no. There was somebody else there. I swear, you know. Um. So there's a new photo that they bring, which is they show like there's a place setting with steak with like bite, like big bite, cartoonish bite chomps out of it. Did you notice that at that point? The, the steak. Is- oh yeah. I noticed, but it didn't really like click as something was wrong for some. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just like, oh, it's just cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Like it was, it wasn't relevant, you know. But um, uh, let's see here. Okay, so like, let's see. Um, basically, pressing pressing on some testimony, I think at this point reveals that like we also get that Wilson had gone to the dentist that day, and that's why they had like a late luncheon. And we get this uh, medical report card from the dentist's office from the Hota Clinic, which I think is a reference to the the Western Phoenix, the Hadi Clinic in the Phoenix Wright Games, which uh, is one of those less said about the better kind of things. And specifically, there's instructions from his from the from the dentist, which says that he is allowed no food or drink except water for three hours post-surgery. Right, because he's had a tooth extraction and he's had laughing gas, which is like the latest kind of anesthesia from western medicine you know etc etc yep so then the logic there is that well if he couldn't have food or drink then he couldn't be eating that steak right this is also very summarized you can imagine this with a lot of yes and you know things like that but uh and you know Kazuma helping out and all that so anyway we assert the steak must have been eaten by a third party Kazuma threatens if the verdict is reached now they will vigorously pursue a retrial which everyone realizes is just going to look really bad politically and just in general, so, and I mean, again, the judge to to be fair is like, I want a fair trial here. Like, I do want this over quickly, but we have to get all the evidence and stuff. We have to make sure we're doing the right thing, you know. Um. So anyway, Cosma uh, threatens charging the witnesses with perjury, making them complicit in the killing. Which then they're all like, Oh, wait a minute here! No, um, I didn't say anything about did that. Did I mention? Which is wild, because perjury has never actually been a, a crime before in any of the other games. So if, <laughs> if Kazuma has the power to make perjury a real crime, I am incredibly impressed. In fact, this technically may be the first time in Japanese history in this game that perjury is a thing as well. <laughs> you might have invented the concept. I know, right there and then. Wow. So basically, Nosa mentions a tactical meeting and Krekta mentioned specifically being told not to mention the woman. And they're like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? You were specifically mentioning, uh, specifically told not to. Ouchie, to his credit, genuinely seems like he doesn't know what the hell anyone's talking about with this. Yeah, like he's actually kind of pissed off, too. He's like, wait a minute, you what? No, 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 no. Yeah. And then um, what's pretty interesting about this is that... uh. 
we have to figure out, well, who would have instructed these witnesses not to do that? The government, the military, the police, which is my first part of like, how the hell am I supposed to know that? But if you look at the back of the waiter's business card, Satoru, which if you think about it, it is a little weird that a waiter has a business card in the first place, which didn't occur to me till right now. But it turns out Hosonaga is actually a police detective. And it's like, wait a minute here. And you hand that and basically they summon Hosonaga again, who's like, all right, I was working undercover as a waiter because of a series of incidents that are not related to the homicide. And will totally probably never come up the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically he got he got orders that to um, not mention the English woman who was there with Wilson. And he had orders to remove her and said it was everybody's present in everyone's best interest to not pursue thinking she's the killer. And this is basically to avoid an international incident because it's like, you know, an Englishman was killed over in Japan. And then it's like, oh, and by the way, an English woman killed her. Obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that wouldn't go over very well. And Kazuma thinks, wait, I think I know, might know who this might be. There was uh, an exchange student from England in the le- working in a lab in at Yuma University named Miss Giselle Brett and the George judge orders the inspector to bring her and that's the end of part one of three specifically working under like John's Wilson's in John Wilson's lab yeah right also that's a double Sherlock Holmes pun uh, a Giselle oh? bullet was the, the bullet that struck Watson that had him uh, retire from the military and Jeremy Brett was one of the most famous Sherlock Holmes actors Huh. Hmm. I, I was wondering because I spent a lot of time trying to make that into a pun. I'm like, same. If I torture this really hard, it kind of is like jailbird. With the, I I spent too much time on it. You you did better than me. <laughs> I was like jailbait, but they wouldn't do that in this game. <laughs> you know, you know. So I, I do want to point out that the um <clears throat> the if you fail to correctly identify uh, Hosanaga as the person that told them not to speak about it. Uh, there are some very good lines, including saying that the prosecutor makes me wince in pain. Uh, mm. <laughs> to to <laughs> nice. reference the, the original name of the prosecutor in, in Phoenix, right? In English. Ah. Uh, and some uh, excellent uh, innuendo with, I can find other ways to make you keep your mouth shut from Cosmo. <laughs> so <laughs> highly worth doing that. <laughs> So we go, we retire to the defendant's chambers while they summon Miss Brett. Uh, and Kazuma is like, it's almost unbelievable, like, looking at you in there, dot, dot, dot. Uh, which I guess we're supposed to take to mean he means, like, you were a great lawyer, you know? You're just doing awesome. I love I love the way you law. And, um, me, uh, meaning he's surprised Narahoto was so good at this. And basically, uh, they review what happened with Mikitoba when Mikitoba and the unnamed woman, question marks, arrive. Um... And this is where Kazuma says, like, yeah, I'm not going to study abroad anymore if I can't help Ryunosuke. So Mikotoba says he has a personal connection to the case that he invited. He's the one who invited Wilson to the university. And then that the mysterious woman who, you know, we've said is basically his daughter is wishes Kazuma luck. Um, and you know what's messed up, too? And this is another kind of Phoenix Wrightish sort of thing is like. Rinosuke is like Naruto is like really concerned that like his friend's not going to be able to go to Great Britain, and it's like you know, dude, you're facing a murder charge here. You know, like I mean, it would suck that your friend can't study abroad, but whatever, I guess. Mm, they kind of give it a little more gravity than that, though. Like he's seeing it as well. I'm going to get convicted for murder, and also my best my best friend's dream is going to be shattered forever. 
But it's not just that he can't go. It's like, also, this is your last chance. And if they revoke your permission to do this now, they'll never let you out of the country because we don't actually, it's really, really hard to get this. So there, it's, it's not just that he can't go right now and I'll have to reapply next year. Also at stake, capital punishment. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, yeah, right, yeah, you're you're right. It is like a it is like a like a once in a lifetime opportunity that will be squandered. Come to think of it, for this time period, what would the punishment be for murder? I think they'd kill him. Probably, yeah. And we have we have it now. You know, I mean, I, I don't know that things are much more metropolitan. Japan is capital punishment right now, so they probably had it at the beginning of the of the 20th century. Hmm. So Auchi tries to guilt trip us about the treaty, but Kazuma says, like, if our relationship with Britain was so fragile, it's not worth the ink it was written on. And this trial with its secrets and bungling is a mockery of justice regardless. So Z-snap to Auchi there. Um, so anyway, Giselle Brett's called to the stand, and I wrote, she is awesome and Auchi loves her. <laughs> and the judge wants to bring her tea. And I, I, I just, I really like because every, she's like this sort of stately, like British woman. You can't see her eyes, and she has this like, um, you know those party masks, yeah. But it's black, which like makes her look kind of like mysterious. But she has this big fucking hat with a, a full size swan on it, and it owns. I love her. Apparently, as we learn later, a, a live swan because it, yes. it spreads its wings when she gets upset. Did you notice that the mask smiles when she smiles? Yeah, yes, her eyes I wanted to say yeah. that. Is, yeah. This is part of why I really like this series, because she's supposed to be presenting this very kind of elegant, um, stately kind of personality attitude, and everyone's kind of sucking up to her. But then she does these cartoony things, like the mask smiles, or she like holds it out in front of her so it looks like she's got googly eyes. That's a, that's a really neat effect with the perspective. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really well done. So it is kind of funny here that like everyone keeps seeing like, oh, English people don't do anything without tea or, or do a bunch of things. And uh, Naruhoto is just like, I'm not sure that's true. And they, they do this a couple times. Yeah. One thing that I really liked is I like that it's bringing in the multicultural kind of theme to it because she's on the witness stand and they ask her a question and she responds with indecipherable gibberish. It's like cursive, but you can't yeah. read it. Yeah, and then everyone, oh shit, uh, she doesn't speak Japanese, so they had to they have to get the waiter in to translate for her, and they kind of do that for a little bit. And I thought that that was just really neat. Besides the fact that everyone's kind of sucking up to her and being like, oh, it, this must be the the beautiful woman from Great Britain, so elegant and beautiful. And I just love that. I love that kind of difference going on. And yeah, actually, that, that was like a really nice solution for the localization because in, in Japanese, she does start with that cursive font when she uh, speaks English and no one can understand her. But then later, she actually starts speaking Japanese. We'll get to that. Uh, but occasionally, she mm -hmm. says like uh, one or two English words, um, which in Japanese version are just like written in the English font. But here, they kept the cursive font to like show the, the, the player when she speaks English and when she speaks Japanese. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, really well done. Also, she has a very good like interrupting thing where you shut up. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, yes. So yeah, she she does. Yeah, I know even the font for the uh for the interjection is <laughs> is that fancy cursive instead of the the blocky that we're used to. <laughs> yeah. And we established that uh Rinosuke and Kazuma both speak English because as the uh chief inspector is is translating for her they're both like oh yeah he's translating correctly 
Yeah. Like they know they're like, I, we know enough to know that this seems right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Kazuma should know English because he's going to study there. Well, he's supposed to be such a great student. I think Naruhoto knows a little less, but... I think they say that they actually met in English class. That's why they know each other. So oh, they're, huh. they're both taking Aww. English classes in university. Um, so let's see. Uh, uh, she says basically through Hosonaga like that, um, we, uh, that we argued with Wilson and shot him right then and there. And then she doesn't even carry a gun. And... Uh, Let's see. Ryuno- and Ryunosuke interrupts the judge to dispute the... Wait, what is that? Oh, uh, he interrupts the judge to dispute that the argument actually happened at one point. Hosonaga says that she couldn't have been hiding a gun in her outfit, which is a little ridiculous <laughs> yeah. considering, like, all the, like, comical frills and everything around her dress and stuff, you know? The gigantic hat with the, again, live swan on it. Yeah, I thought that yeah. that would have been a plot thread. I thought that, you know, the hat would have been... Oh, she could hide something mm-hmm. in that swan on her head. Maybe. I, I don't know. Right. But it's like also a thing like they don't want to offend her or anything like that. So like it's like kind of like um, it's interesting that basically there was no physical search performed, I think. And, um, you know, like basically uh, I think Hosanaga at the time just asked her, like, do you have anything like, like, <laughs> she said no. like that? She's like, no. <laughs> so that was like good enough. But he does say he always tries to do a flawless investigation. Anyhow, um, she's basically I think um, what happened was that during her testimony, she mentioned like she was going to they had to cheers with carbonated water, you know, and but the the photograph of the place setting shows only one glass, which is like, hey, no, 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 that can't happen. Sorry. You know, so then she said, well, yeah, but in the confusion, I took the glass and I put it in my handbag which like what but all right you know of course weird things like that in these games are not exactly questioned right in there and then so anyway um you have to like find it's one of those things where it's like oh no there's no more evidence but it's like Cosmo's like we can find something you know what i mean like there's something there just find it and focus on it and in one of the new photos i think that gets presented at this point uh wilson seems to have a weird i thought it was like a tattoo thing and i actually thought it was a red herring when i first saw it because I, I couldn't think of how it could possibly be related so how, how we get to this is that um the first testimony um you, you are supposed to show where she could have hidden her gun uh, and mm-hmm. then she mentioned her handbag, so you um, uh, you interrupt and said that you had a handbag. Um, yeah. And you ask um, Hosonaga if they searched the handbag, and he says no. That's right. Uh, and the reason why he didn't search the handbag is to present a picture that shows that the handbag is uh, basically um, see-through. Yeah, it's like a mesh bag. It's like one of those lattice patterns. Yeah. Uh, and that's where you can see the, the little mark on uh, Wilson's. Yeah. And by the way, anytime she says anything, Ouchie is right there with, of course, that's why you would do that. That makes total sense. Thank you. Like that ingratiating smile, wringing his hands together. Oh, he's simping so hard. (laughs) I don't use that term lightly. Also, he he always says... He, he draws out lady, and it made me think like Jerry Lewis, like, lady. (laughs) I was wondering what that was supposed to be, yeah. You're absolutely right, though, because he does that. Like, it's all the whys when it's printed out, you know what I mean, and lady. That reminds me about another thing that's kind of missing in English. So they use gentlewoman in English to um, basically 
show that she's an English woman and not a Japanese woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japanese, they use the word lady, the English word lady. Oh, that's charming. Yeah, and uh, Aochi Ken doesn't know how to pronounce lady correctly. And it's never brought up, but always in his dialogue, it's pronounced, it's, um, if you know Katakana, um, there, there's no real, um, in Japanese words, there's no D sound. You can say the, the, the word, the um, combination D. Oh, yeah. But they have a way to spell it in, in Katakana. And he always says lady instead of lady. <laughs> it's really cute. It's, it's never mentioned up like out loud, but it's, it's just there all the time. Oh, neat. So then we are presented, we're at, like the point Slobby said, we're trying to just pull on threads. And the judge is like, okay, we have kind of taken up enough of this nice lady's time. Unless you can find anything suspicious with this picture. And it's the picture of the handbag with uh, the glass in it that she took. And it's uh, John Wilson's hands hanging down and he's got like a mark on his hand. And if you look at it close... It looks like a bull's head. And I have to say, right. I my mind went weird places when I saw this. Because it's like, okay, there's nothing else in the picture. It has to be that. And it's this weird mm-hmm. bull mark. It's like, what? so is this like an assassin's mark? Is this like a, a calling card? Is What's going on here? I thought it was going to be yeah, some secret club thing. But I thought we'd learn about it later. And then like... Yeah, some secret organization. Yeah, but like stone cutters or something yeah later they're just like where have i seen that before and you have to look through a bunch of pictures until you yeah until i had an aha moment of oh shit mm. plate yeah it's the insignia on the plate that the steak was served on it was served piping hot and that bull mark was burned into his wrist yeah i i have the joy of, of playing this game with a, a friend of mine sly and uh i we we did a, a kind of sort of combination layup assist I don't, I don't know basketball, uh, where I immediately said, ah, he's been to a Longhorn Steakhouse. And so then my friend <laughs> lit up and went, wait, wait, we, we need to check one of those pictures. <laughs> uh, so between the, with the one-two punch, we got it immediately. Nice. Just, just great. I was going to say, oh, so you know what? Actually, I think this is actually about the point. Interestingly, once we point out the uh, the burn or whatever, because it is, then the game identifies a burn where she loses composure, Brett, and reveals that she can actually speak Japanese, which everyone is like shocked by. And uh, she's kind of racist. She's very racist. The reasoning that she gives is the best like just the reasoning is well i prefer not to speak your mongrel gutter language as little as i can yeah and uh yeah so but ouchie is still loving it he's still just like ah yep you're totally right milady anyway you know and then oh yeah we get the shut up thing or whatever but um basically they're like well how could if it if it had to burn like how could that have happened and hosanaga injects it would have to be like 90 degrees centigrade for three seconds but you would yell or something and nobody noticed the yell so this leads to one of those multiple choice conclusions that is like could it be is it possible and cosmo's like are you thinking what i'm thinking and naruhudo realized because it's what wilson was already dead and therefore his hand lands on there and makes the burn and they're like, how? And then I think like this kind of involves pressing around. I'd like to see you come up with a way of killing someone that leaves no traces behind, which is like, wow, lady, you don't know when to shut up. Um, because, of course, you can do that with poison. And what poison could there be? Well, of course, you know, 
There's a bottle of any uh, of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're in a restaurant. There's a lot of choices here, but there is only the carbonated water around. So um, that part's, you know, there. So anyway, but unfortunately, um, uh, what's his name? Hosanaga is like, look, I told you I do flawless investigations. Although actually at one point, I think the ladies like you people have like inferior investigations, which is an odd burn, you know, and, uh, you know, you, you don't even know to like keep a crime scene or whatever. It's like, that's true. Yeah, but that's she kind of says something where it's like in Britain, we take evidence from the scene and we keep it locked up and secure. Whereas you guys just kind of investigate the scene and then go away. And it's like, is, is that true? Is that historically accurate? And Hosanaga is like, hold on, wait, no, I feel stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of great. He's like, you might call me a crime scene thief, but well, I am one. And this is this is also the part where the game introduces um, a mechanic that it just straight up uh, is continuing from Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, uh, where mm-hmm. you have multiple people on the stand and they can react to each other's testimony. So you can essentially press someone else on the testimony mm-hmm. that the first person gave. Uh, I was I was very tickled to see the return of that mechanic since I liked Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright a lot. That's my first experience with that. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Same. Yeah, they call it Pursue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I figured it was going to be it was going to be like this game's like Cyclox or um, whatever. But yeah, Uh, that's interesting. though. that's from Layton. Should play Layton. Anyhow. um, But all of a sudden we get someone else saying objection. And it's uh, and it's that that young woman with the question marks who we now know is the professor's daughter. You know, she has evidence and it says to be continued, you know, and her name is Suzata. Susato. Susato. Excuse me. I I have a typo here. Um, Suzato. And basically Suzato is like, I I need five minutes to confer with uh, the defense and ouchie is like we don't let women into the courtroom unless it's to testify or that i love them um <laughs> uh, he doesn't say that i do just kind of want to point out at this point that this is the second intermission when she comes in so mm-hmm. this first case like usually it's the easy tutorial case this is something more substantial like this feels like a bona fide chapter it's still i mean it's still like one trial long like a tutorial but yeah it's in three parts which is long for a phoenix right tutorial or at least the ones i've seen you know um it's typically like it's one witness and this is like multiple you know usually like you're just doing the killer like frank solid or whatever you know also you usually don't know like or you usually do know who did it it, it columbos you at the start and this time it's usually pretty yeah. obvious you just know it wasn't you uh at least at the beginning yeah i mean to ouchie's like perspective it this does seem like an open and shut case yeah <laughs> It just kind of helps that they, yeah, just kind of helps that they want to close it quickly anyway. Yeah, and and we may not have mentioned it before, but there's a classic trope of the reason why Rinosuke doesn't uh, know who killed is because all he does, he's, he's getting up to leave. He looks down, there's a gun. He, for some, he picks up the gun because he's going to give it back to Professor Wilson. <laughs> like, oh, you dropped your gun. <laughs> you dropped your gun. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's, yeah. And so he's holding a gun when the gunshot goes off. I, I did actually look at it. I looked at it um, in the uh, like opening cutscene again, and he's holding it with his finger on the trigger too. <laughs> he's he's ready. Just make sure to get your prints all over it. Maybe he's not familiar with guns. Uh, yeah, it's probably the first time you ever held a gun. <laughs> um, what do you call it? So, 
uh, I learned two new words here because the judge allows it. And uh, Suzato gives us a report that in English that the woman had been working on researching. But it turned and it turns out, you know, um, but she wrote like some summary of it for us. And she's looking at uh, curare, a poison endemic to South America, usually used in blow darts and things like that. Again, a real thing. Oh, that, that's real. Yeah, I, I looked up in Wiki- I, I looked up in Wikipedia. It's like uh, strangely accurately depicted in the game. Everything that the game says, mm-hmm. it, it really does. Oh wow! Wow, I I thought this was a Strike Nine situation. Yeah. Nope. Nice. That's those poison frogs. Don't touch them. Um, but uh, actually, I guess it's okay to touch. No, it's not. Don't touch fro- poison frogs. Anyway, <laughs> don't use Visual Novel Book Club for anything. By the way, outside of visual novels, in terms of we are not medical professionals. Right. This is not. A, this is not legal advice either. Contact your doctor. <laughs> symptoms continue. Yeah, and Ouchie, when we were talking about this, Ouchie kind of brings it up as trumpery, which is a bit loaded a term now, but uh, is a tr- which are attractive articles of little or no use. Anyhow, um, that's my learning session. Uh, so thank you for that perspicacity lesson, uh, greatest attorney. Anyhow, where was I? Good one. Um, okay, basically, uh, when we bring up curare as a, as a possible poison that basically Hosanaga's test wouldn't have picked up because it's not a toxin that's been anywhere in Japan, you know, um, Aochi thinks is ridiculous and Brett's just for Japan comes up. But and this goes on for a bit until finally Brett's like, all right, enough. Takes out a glass. Hosanaga, who still has the bottle, of course, pours it for her and she drinks it. And it's, again, one of those dramatic, but how could she have done it? And if you read the report, it says that it has to, it's basically an arrow kind of poison that has to be injected into a wound. So then we say is, aha, of course you were okay drinking it because you can ingest the poison. It just can't enter a wound, a wound to which, of course, Brett says, aha, well, then how did Wilson get poisoned by it? Because, of course, he had a tooth extracted, which is how the poison entered his bloodstream and killed him. And they go into it's a very gruesome death because you're basically st- paralyzed, but like aware and alive and you suffocate. Yeah, it paralyzes your lungs. It's supposed to cause instant paralysis and it gets so bad that it just paralyzes all of your other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like that's, again, as, as Oren said, that's literally how it does kill you. And one of the things they found out with testing it is that you can keep someone alive and they can recover if you just artificially get their lung, lungs pumping. Mm-hmm. Which which they talk about in the game of like, oh, this this is research for an anesthetic. Because if you do, you know, get their lungs pumping, then at least they're paralyzed that doesn't actually seem to be a help like they won't struggle against you but it doesn't seem like it actually kills pain but yeah (laughs) that seems just like they're aware of it and being a god that's terrible yeah that seems more like torture yeah you you just won't scream or move yeah it's not really anesthesia (laughs) poor dr wilson just had 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 his tooth extracted earlier today which probably also hurt. You come out of surgery and he's like, well, no, I felt everything. And they're like, well, you didn't move or say anything. Yeah, at this point, it's your fault. Yeah. Shirare, <laughs> <laughs> you may be interested to know, is a historical prototype of non-depolarization neuromuscular blockers. Um, <laughs> meaning that, like, this was basically like an old way of doing Botox-like stuff, you know? Um, not for, like, uh, uh, yeah. 
hell am I trying to say here? Not for like Botox, like dermatology things, but to like as a muscle relaxant and things like that. But it's kind of like they don't use it anymore because it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. So, um, uh, we're okay. But like I said, no medical advice here in Visual Novel Book Club, please. Uh, Go ahead. Use anyhow, it. What do we care? I should mention, by the way, that um, when she drinks the glass and she's interrupting with shut up, um, Naruhodo feels an animalistic desire to break down the contradiction. And during the sequence, does, instead of yes, he does the classic objection with his like point is finger pointed out, you know, and she does that cool depth trick of like pushing her mask forward toward the camera. So her eyes look really big. And he does take that when he shows her the dental record for how they could have done. So he's becoming, you know a lawyer. Yeah, it's just, this feels like a continuation of the whole, like, the reverse breakdown, except instead mm-hmm. of a breakdown, he, he a build up. gets his big animation into actually giving a real objection. I cheered. Yeah, exactly. And and he and he starts doing the, like, well, actually, I did the wrong one now, but the, like, the desk slam and everything, you know? I hope that comes through on the audio. Yeah, it's perfect. Came um, if not, you'll, you've got some work to do, but no, I'm just gonna... <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see here. Um... And basically, like, Cosmo tells him, like, is there anything else you remember? And he remembers a blood stain on the steak plate. But, but which Hosanaga's like, well, I still got it here. And Brett seems flustered, but he brings it out. And there is no blood stain. So what the heck is going on here? It was at this point that I was like, okay, I get it. I I think that's enough twists. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Even Cosmo at this point is like, look, I got nothing for you. If, if you think that's <laughs> enough twists, then you won't like the rest of the game. It's going to be much more convoluted than this. That's yeah, that's Phoenix, right? I it, mean, it's it's like it's like the trial goes on, and there's always somebody like going, and then, and then, yeah, <laughs> like, yep, that that's Phoenix, it's, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's Western courtroom drama. The uh, just the the the, the uh, you know police inspector uh, says, you know, I I have the lady's plate and that other guy's plate, and then mm-hmm. we bring out the lady's plate. And and there's no blood stain, and uh, then then the game continues from there. Also, we're, we skipped over one part, which is that she destroys the evidence once we establish that the water ha- you know easily could have had the poison in it. She just drops it and is like, "Oops, sorry." Guess you can't test it. We have we haven't made a law for destroying evidence yet. Right, and then and she's like, "Oh, and then you got that beautiful carpet, which is soaking up that water. So don't even bother trying to like gather it up, and um, which is a gift from the West again." So, uh, yeah, so it's like, "Oh man, we're screwed." But um, you know, uh, let's see here. So we do the whole steak plate dance, you know. But um, there's nothing you have to you have to examine the steak. And I was not expecting this, but if you look up the steak, there's a, a coin under there, a big long coin known as a Koban from the Hoa era, specifically, which I'm like, how, what did, wait, where are we going with this one? Because I was kind of with you, Great A's Attorney, till now. But, all right. So, now we enter, we have all four people on the stand. That is Brett Hosunaga, Nosa, and his kid, I guess five, um, and uh, Correcta, and they're all sitting there, standing there now, and basically, correct is like shocked when he sees the coin and his t- he has a little tonto with him, like one of those little tiny swords, you know, and it flies out and lands in Nosa's boot. And they don't make too much more of that. It just does. So at any rate, I mean, we, we, we bring them back to the stand because we figure out that he's um, he's going. 
that's why yeah, you've been talking about anyway. that one. Can I um, tell you about my favorite line in Japanese that I wrote down to see how they would translate into English? I wish you wouldn't. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> Please do. So there's, you, when, when they look um, under the stake and find a coin, um, in English they said, so Kaz, Kazuma says, I've heard of pearls before swine, but I've never heard of bullion in, in bullion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, good, in, in Japanese, it says, "I've heard of neko in, neko nikoban, but they haven't heard of niku nikoban." So, mm. neko nikoban is the coin. Neko nikoban, neko is a cat. Uh, neko nikoban is basically the same as pearls before swine. It's the same. It's the same, same phrase. It's giving a koban to a cat. I see. Uh, and then you change neko to niku, which is meat. No, mm-hmm. so I've heard of Neko Nikoban, but I haven't heard of Koban in meat, Niku Nikoban. Which is a really <laughs> clever wordplay. Yeah. And it's really clever wordplay in English too, even though it doesn't really make sense once you read what he says again. Yeah, like the, the bullion like is meat is broth, so it's meat related, but it's not exactly meat. And also pearls before swine matches Japanese, but it doesn't really fit the pattern of bullion in, in yeah. bullion. Yeah. Yeah, Pearls Before Swine is just an idiot, man. I mean, it's clever given what they had, but... (laughs) Um, So, basically, um, it's obvious somebody stole the the Koban and hid it under a stake. And this is where I got tripped up, because they were like, well, it's obvious who it is, and you get it after the fact, but, like, it's... It could only really be Nosa, because he was sitting with Correcta, you know, so... Obviously, that's what's going on here. You he know. was also the other guy who ordered the steak. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they established that, that Nosa doesn't use a knife and fork. He just chews it. He <laughs> bites it. Yeah. Which, if you've been listening and haven't played the game yet, I hope we've intrigued you to. And also, you probably know what's going on here. Um, because, uh, yeah, there's big bite marks in the steak. So we realize, oh, okay, that's, you know, yeah, that's Nosa's steak. What the hell, Nosa? It's said that it's because he's poor. So yeah, that, he's... That, that's when um, Hosonaga reveals that the reason he's been undercover is because someone has been stealing stuff from rich people in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it's been Nosa because yeah. He and then we get the, the, the Nosa well. breakdown animation, which is really fun. What was his breakdown animation? It's, it's oh, his the kid baby, playing right? horsey. Yeah, the baby, baby basically goes ratatouille on him. Starts like pulling on things. I, I love this kid, honestly. Like, there was a, a point earlier in the trial where it's like uh, Nosa is shocked, but also his baby is across his shoulder and he's shocked too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really well done. I was not expecting uh, I was not expecting commentary on the treatment of Japanese veterans in the in the twentieth yeah. century, but <laughs> but that's what we got because apparently it's it's bad. That it's not enough to to support a child on. Yeah, he can't afford a, a nanny, so that's why he's got the kid strapped to his back. <laughs> also, he did try and blame his kid for the stealing at first. Yeah, that's true. I thought he kind of meant like you know, you know what I mean? Like not like oh the baby stole it. It's basically like I had to do it to provide for the baby, so it's like the baby stole you know that kind yeah. of thing. But I thought it. it was more like oh yeah the you know how kids play with things. You just you know put it under the stake. Yeah, I thought it was like a boss baby thing. Like, oh no, the baby's <laughs> in charge here. 
Jim, if you'd seen Boss Baby, you'll know, in fact, that canonically it's in it's Tim, Brother Tim's head. Anyway, so, um, uh, okay, so, yeah, we've realized that somehow the stake has been switched by Noza, so it's like, Hosanaya, do you have the other plate? And he says, I certainly do, and there indeed is a bloodstain, and you may say, what's the point of the bloodstain? It's because the bloodstain was from the plate which Watts, Wilson is sitting is behind is behind Wilson's body, which means that he could not have been shot in the back, as everyone contends. He must have been shot from across the table by Miss Brett with the gun in the Occidental restaurant. I think I fucked up the clue meme, but you get what I, you get the idea. So <laughs> I think I made the same joke when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, and then she has her breakdown, which is awesome because her her goose or swan like kind of honks. <laughs> As things go, but now it like starts flying everywhere and she's running around and it like it spawns like chickens, basically. Um, like chicks. They're, they're chicken yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swan little swans. Um and one of whom's a black swan and uh who lands near Ouchie. And yeah, and uh basically and then she like kind of flies away like an angel. It's pretty it's pretty overwrought, and then she reveals that yes, in fact. You know, she does the whole like reveal the testimony and it's like, yep, you know what? I, uh, I did it. And, uh, you know, you guessed how I poisoned him. And then I, you know, dropped his gun. I had one hidden in my dress. I shot him. And, you know, Naruhoto picked up the gun and it wouldn't have worked if it weren't for you lousy kids. And, uh, then it's like, hey, ouchie, um, I have the, f-, you know, he says, I'm like, my my family's going to, like, fight you for generations, Naruhoto. And Kazuma's like, your family sucks. And he pulls out <laughs> his sword, his sword, and swings it around and cuts off his top, uh, ouchie's top knot. And then he has, like, this kind of bald spot with long hair, and it looks awful. Eat shit, Winston Payne's Japanese ancestor, you know. That's that's oh. also one of my favorite animations because like as soon as he like goes for the sword, Naruhoto mm-hmm. goes like ten feet the other way. He like he ducks <laughs> out of the way. He's like, nope, not getting anywhere near this. <laughs> know what's coming? Yep, yep. Um, so that's more or less the end of case one. You know, like we've learned we we're outside again, just like in typically Phoenix, right? When they kind of do the little breakdown at, you know what I mean? Like at the, at the end and Mik- professor Mikitoba and his daughter, like, thank you. No, thank you. You know? Um, but it seems like, uh, Miss Brett won't be receiving justice in Japan. She's going to go back to, to Britain because of, uh, I can't remember. It's like consular status or something like that. A, a consul court. But she's she's not going to be subject to Japanese law. She's going to be subject to, I guess, British law. Right. Yeah. She's she's going to Shanghai, which I think is under British rule at this point in time. Maybe. Yes. Um, but really I think, think I mean, it makes sense. So I don't know, just for the record, but I feel like she's going to have to figure in as a character. You know. So. Yeah, we we never find out why she killed. Um, Dr. There's no motivation, no reasoning given by her. And she never takes the mask off, so guess what? I bet you she's going to appear later. Just me guessing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, they they do mention that the treaty was supposed to make it so that she could be tried in Japan, but she's a special case. Mm -hmm. Right. So something's fishy going on here. Um, I guess something other than just her being a, a British citizen. Yeah. So that's, um, that's, uh, that's case chapter one and that's what we read up to so um 
Thoughts? Also, I forgot to mention that she did she did hide a gun under her mm-hmm. skirt in the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's I that's where it dress, was. But I say. I, uh, that was the first typo that I noticed in the game, is that mm-hmm. uh, Ouchie says, under you skirt. I noticed they did fulfill with only, like, one L at the end at one point, but I don't remember quite where. Um, oh, man. I, I love finding typos in this game. Uh, it just makes me happy. Two out of ten. Terrible game. Yeah, I hidden Mickey's. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. So, so far, so good. It, it hit all the notes. I don't know if we've played the new Cornered or not. You know, um, I, d- I don't think we did, but there was one song like toward the end that sounded like maybe it could have been. You know, there's one song that I always like feel like is cornered and it's not, you know, but. Um, but yeah. Oh, I did um, remember one thing that we forgot is that it's alluded that um, Asagi Kazuma has some kind of special mission that he had to fulfill when he goes to um, Britain. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. Um, and he wants to ask Naruado for a favor related to it. That's right. Oh, right. And it, it does this thing where it's like, and little did I know. And I swear, I'm like, don't say this was that was the last time I would ever speak to him because I'm going to be so mad. Uh, mm. And it, it doesn't. It just says, I, I actually don't even remember what the follow up to that sentence is. I don't know. It, like, it would change my fate or something like that. They're yeah. writing up yeah. Kazuma to be like this really cool, flawless character. So I'm here at the first chapter. I'm like, okay, he's going to die or he's going to turn into the bad guy or he's yeah. something's going to happen. So my, I have, I have a theory here because... Aside from the fact that he's got all the sexual tension of Edgeworth, he, and he does hmm. he does some of the same animations too. Like he does the like the little like two finger forehead tap when you've like you've messed up. He's not as smug about um, it though. He's he's not as smug. He's very he's very charming. Um, but like, I feel like he's going to end up as a prosecutor, and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to face him. Right? Maybe he's like Edgeworth's ancestor. Yeah. So they, he has this, like, you know, Naruhodo has the same animations as, well, Naruhodo. Uh, but yeah, he's got the same animations as as uh, as Edgeworth. Um, and there's there's also a weird thing I noticed where um, Hosunaga, when he talks about justice, um, does the same oh. sort of pose that uh, Fulbright does, who is the detective in Ace Attorney 5. Who also talks about mm. justice a lot, and I don't know if that's a callback to the character or like a cultural reference that I'm not getting. Is that like when he kind of puts his fist out? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that somewhere, you know? Like that's kind of like a thing, but maybe that could be just I don't know. It would make more sense, I think, as a generic cultural reference. Um, because the the I mean, I guess they are both like police. Um, but the the characters don't have a lot in common it doesn't seem unlike i think there's a lot of parallels with kazuma and Edgeworth. There's, so there's a very brief like um kind of uh what do you call it a trailer i guess like you call it on twitter you know um for greatest attorney that comes in promoted tweets and it it seems like it shows two pro- i don't know if we're gonna face more than two prosecutors or what you know but like two of them so i, I don't know if we want to say anything about that or if that's considered spoilers you know so yeah, maybe maybe try try not to look at trailers too much if you I, I've been staying away from all media yeah I'm not looking anything up about this but I'm gonna go off the theory oh well, you're all so good at avoiding Twitter then jeez but I'm gonna go off the theory and I have absolutely nothing to back this up that's Hosunaga is Gumshoe's ancestor 
<laughs> I don't know about that, pal. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so, they don't have the same last names. I don't know. At least Naruhado and Auchi have the same last names as the modern characters. I did say that I, I had nothing to back it up. <laughs> what is Gumshoe's name in Japanese, uh, anyway? It's, um, what is it? Uh, now you have me. Well, I'll ask my other friend, Google. Um, we finally got him a question Oren can't answer. Hey, you, you just... Uh, Keisuke uh, Itano Kogiri. Yeah, Itano Kogiri. That's right. Itano Kogiri. Itano Kogiri means a saw, reference to his toughness, and Keisuke is just a name the musician of a musician the designer enjoyed. I do know that Edward is Mitsurugi. That's I can tell you off the top of my head. Mitsurugi? Just like the Soul Calibur? Well, um... What should we read up to next time? I think that the second chapter, it, I think it's shorter than this one. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. It seemed like it could be because I kind of spoiled myself on like how the game roughly goes. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, OK, this this is like the number of stages and everything like that. So, you know, yeah, this this actually seems like it could be shorter than chapter one. Yeah, I think it's it's shorter if I remember correctly. I know it has four segments as opposed to this this trial had three. Mm. They were long segments, though. Yeah, the first one especially. Well, here's what we could do. We could start with that, right? And then as we're doing it, be like, hey, I'm like two hours in. I'm not even through like one of the set. You know what I mean? Like something like yeah. that. And see if we want to reassess as we go. You know? Yeah, but I, I, I think I think we can do the full second chapter. Um, but yeah, but let's um, if we if we can't, then. We'll figure it out. And, and you readers at home, you have to do the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> that's that's your homework. So actually, one thing that, you know, we might want to consider, maybe not for this next no. trial, but for maybe for one of the trials to stop no. at one of the intermission points, because then we can talk about like, well, who, what do you think is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make some predictions of that fun old game. Fun. Yeah, later, later chapters, not not this upcoming one. We'll have like an investigation phase and a trial phase. Um, and those are usually good stopping points. Nice. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening and joining us. And uh, until next time. Yes. 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 Hi.